When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to the Rome Round League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Ball. Today's episode, we're going to preview Super Bowl 56 between the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's an exciting matchup that should provide for a good game this Sunday. I'll also talk about last week's Senior Bowl and some guys that shined. A lot to cover, so let's get started. Start a little bit with the Senior Bowl. You know, the game really, you know, it's funny, it's even the most important part of the week really it's all the practices the guys have you know four days of scouts you know getting their hands on them coach staff the lions coached um one team the jets coached the other so that, that's going to be a really really big integral part of the evaluation process for all those prospects um and obviously you want to obviously see them have a good game but you know the practices are more important when it comes to evaluating these guys um you know malik willis start with him i think he had a really you know solid week for the most part he had the best week any of the quarterbacks when it came to the rain day on Wednesday where it was horrible conditions. Um, and he's the only one that really showed out. Um, you, you know, he has his arm can cut through the wind. I mean, his arm can cut through the wind like it's any, nothing. So, I mean, there was no surprise that he was able to handle those conditions and no problem at all. I mean, the guy has a uh, rocket for an arm, so it was not, not surprised that he was able to succeed in those rain conditions. He only played the first quarter in the game um, and, you know, looked, you know, definitely had some uh, some plays where he held on the ball too long, kind of what he showed at Liberty. Um and I uh, definitely saw some of his, his arm strength, though. He had one where he was in left uh, hash and was able to hit to the other sideline side to a receiver for about 10-yard gain. Um, and rushing-wise, that was really where he showed out. I think he had four carries, 55 yards. He had that one play. Uh, the way the senior set up every quarter is, like, it's the end of the half. So they had a couple of seconds left in the first quarter, and they was, like, first and 10 from the 30-yard line. And he was able to run it almost in for a touchdown. So um shows his speed. I think that they got up to like a 20 miles per hour. So I bet you he's going to run like a 4-4-ish at the combine if he actually runs. So that's a big, big selling point of Malik Willis's upside in his games, that athleticism, to go along, go along with that arm strength. But obviously there's there's no denying he needs more developing some time to um, you know be ready for the NFL. I expect him to sit one year one for whoever drafts him. You know, then you have Kenny Pickett. You know, he was perfect. He was six for six, eight, nine yards on touchdown. You know, not a lot of high risk throws. Some uh, the touchdown was actually just a bust in coverage, dump off to the running back and ran in for about twenty yards. So, but you know, Kenny looked good. Um, again, I'm not the. I don't think he has very much of a huge upside. I think he's the biggest floor in the class. I think he can be a starting quarterback this league, um, kind of like an Andy Dalton type of quarterback. Um, wouldn't I be surprised if he's the first quarterback taken just because of that? Because I think he can help you win um, very much like the Mac Jones did for the Patriots last year. Um, just because he's able, but he's able to operate at offense. He has some athleticism to him as well. Um, I just don't see how much upside that he has for him. But again, I think he definitely is the most ready of these quarterbacks to start from day one. Desmond Ritter was you know, pretty good for the most part, four for six, 68 yards, and two touchdowns. He had a good amount of playing time. Uh, he had one pass I really liked, you know, a over route to the left sideline was, you know, cut to the wind very nicely. Showed some good uh, arm strength in that. Obviously, he's mobile as well. Um, he had two touchdowns as well. Basically, you know, shorter one to dump off the tight end uh, to a running back as well. So, um, Ritter had a nice day. Um, a little consistency, but, um, you know, again, kind of showed what he did in Cincinnati that would operate an offense and go down the field. Sam Howe. Um, his biggest selling point was the mobility he showed. I mean, he was able to – the offensive line that he was playing for got absolutely whooped by the defense line. That was kind of the um, 
story all week for even in practice. The defensive line was dominating offensive line on both sides, and that showed during the game. And you know, Sam looked good. He made a couple of nice throws. Um, a lot more mobile than people expected. If he had a lot of, um, I think he had twelve rushing touchdowns this past year. Kind of had to with the big loss of uh, offensive talent that North Carolina had last year, losing Deami Brown, Daz Newsom, and um, the running backs as well. So um, you know, it's going to be something that. I think he's going to play better when he has guys, better guys around him. That's why he had such a good year, a sophomore year, and a downslope his junior year. I think he's more of a second round pick at this point. But uh, again, he's a guy that um, has some upside. Uh, another guy that could probably sit for a year. But um, you know, I think he he's more of a second round pick at this point. Other players, you have North Dakota, so North Dakota State wide receiver Christian Watson. He had the best week of any wide receiver. Uh, he's six four, two eleven. You know, he had he had a great week. He was able to basically dominated in the one-on-one matchups and that's great to see for a guy from a smaller school um and he's really played his way into that day two conversation he had a 38-yard catch during the game kind of been a touchdown couldn't he pick through a better pass but it was underthrown um and uh watson still made a really, really nice catch and it was really good awareness on him to get up and start running because this is the first time these guys are playing with nfl rules and you know in college and when you fall down the play's over but watson was able to get up right away Howler got a few more few more extra yards um to pick up on the play so um he's a guy again he's more of he's going to be a day two pick he was more of a you know mid to late round day three pick and now with a huge week like that i think he's going to go you know second or third round come april yeah florida running back damian pierce i mentioned him a little bit last week i love the way he runs man he just runs so angry and like he uh, like you know he has attitude with him and he looks like a bowling ball out there he's a guy i think you know the commanders could really target for a guy to maybe pair with Gibson just you know in short yardage situations as well Gibson's obviously a good short yardage back as well but a guy like Pierce is just a battering ram I kind of like the what he put on um film this week for the senior world practices um you had Oklahoma defense tackle pairing Winfrey was a defensive AP for the game he was unblockable all week in practices and he was unblockable in the game he had five tackles and two sacks he's a guy that's worked his way in that first round conversation um again he was dominant all week yeah, Minnesota Ed Rusher boy Mafe, another guy that had a great week. Um, he was great off edge in the game, two sacks, a forced fumble, who was basically unblockable as well. He's going to work his way in that first round matchup as well. Boston College is Ian Johnson, um, the guard. He's dominant in the run game. Maybe could you know improve a little bit during the pass game, but I, I love the way he played on Saturday. He's a guy that I think could be there in the second round. Washington could use a, a guard, especially if Sheriff is out, but maybe they turn to Sadiq Charles and guys like that or Wes Weiser to fill that role. And lastly, Wyoming linebacker Chad Muma. Um, he had nine tackles. So he was far and away the leading tackler uh, for the game. He had a great career at Wyoming. I think he's a second-round pick. He's good in coverage, kind of in the mold of really his former college teammate, Logan Wilson, who will be playing this Sunday in the Super Bowl. So uh, Chad Muma is another guy that could maybe be in potential uh, play for um, the commanders in the second round. Uh, looking at the Super Bowl, um, it's going to be a great, great game. I think a lot of teams... See me. A lot of fans expected the Rams to be there, especially the way they approached those last couple seasons. Uh, they don't. They treated first round picks like they were nothing. They don't have a first round pick until 2024 for the trades of Matthew Stafford and the previous years of the Jalen Ramsey trades and all those. I think he. Had, I think they haven't made a first round pick since 2016 or 2017. So they'll go you know six or seven years without even making a first round pick, which is unheard of. But you know that's one way to build a team. It's working for them right now. They're in the Super Bowl. Um, again, they put all their chips in this basket, the Matthew Safford basket and everything else. And so far, it's working for them. They're in the Super Bowl. The other team, obviously, no one really expects Cincinnati to be this far. I think, you know, some people had them as a sneaky playoff contender going into the season. High upside play, but I don't think anyone really thought they'd be in the Super Bowl. Um, I really like watching that team. A lot of a lot of guys I, like, I love to watch on that team, like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. And, uh, you know, the list goes on. But um, I think it's, it's going to be a great game. Uh, you obviously have the Bengals weapons. You have... 
Jamar Chase, who's my favorite receiver to watch in the NFL right now. You got T. Higgins, who's a borderline number one receiver himself. Tyler Boyd's an elite slot receiver. It'd be huge if C.J. Uzama is able to play for them at tight end um, because he's been a heart and soul of that team. Joe Mixon's a very, very good running back. Um, the offense line is what's really going to come to really determine this game. It's, I really think it's this match of the Bengals offense line versus the Rams defensive line, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Sean Robinson, all those guys. So uh, the Bengals offense line is very, very suspect. Burrow has taken a lot of hits. He's sacked, you know, one of the most quarterbacks in the NFL this year. And even in the playoffs, I mean, the Titans game, I think he was sacked nine times and they still won the game. So um, he's able to, you know, abstain those hits and still carry on and, you know, be the great quarterback that he is. But when you take those hits from Aaron Donald and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd, that's going to hit different, literally. So um, it's going to be a tough, tough matchup for that offensive line. You got Jonathan Williams, left tackle, Quinn Spain, left guard. Trey Hawkins at center. Jackson Carmen most likely play right tackle because I have Prince on right tackle. So all those guys don't have a lot of experience. Jonathan Williams is a first-round pick. Quinn Spain's been in the league for a little bit, but the other guys are you know relatively young. Um, so it's going to be, again, I think it's going to be the determining matchup of this team, um, excuse me, of this game. And obviously the secondary of Jalen Ramsey, I'm sure is going to key on Jamar, but he usually doesn't travel every play. So I think Jamar is still going to get his matchups. And either way, I think Jamar can beat Jalen Ramsey. Jalen can be a little... Um, Jalen can be had. I mean, his eyes can be in the backfield somehow. Sometimes he's a great corner. I'm taking away from, but I think Jamar's you know a different animal, so they can make a good game. I get Darius Williams on our corner. Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp, um, Eric Weddle in the backfield. Eric Weddle is a guy that was retired last two years, and they signed him for the playoffs, and he's basically starting for the Rams and playing 60 plays a game. So he's you know good for him. He's a chance to win his first Super Bowl, um, and I think obviously they uh, they'll become ready to play. I think like I said, I think the Bengals lineman, the Bengals excuse me, the Bengals offense is going to make some plays. Um, but I think the Rams defense, obviously, is going to be a tough matchup for this team. But I'm not going to doubt this Bengals team. Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow at this point. Joey B. Uh, Jamar Chase is unstoppable. Um, even with, you know, 55 yard, 54 yards in the AFC Championship game, he still had a touchdown. That was, he was being doubled all week, all game. That allowed Teagans to go off for 100 yards. So you can't really stop this offense. You're going to neutralize some weapons and try to, you know, hold on to for dear life, whoever, you know, is able to have a good game. Uh, you have the Rams weapons, obviously. They have great offense as well. You have Matthew Stafford. has had a great career. You know, been league 11, 12, 13 years. Um, this is obviously the farthest he's ever gone in the playoffs. First time he's won a playoff game was this year. And uh, obviously these are the moments that the Rams traded all those first-round picks to get him for and all that capital to get him. Um, so this is, you know, what, what what he's here for. Obviously they have Cam Akers, who's a really, really good young running back. He came back from an Achilles injury five in five months, which is unheard of. He's been running the ball well for them. He has had a film issues in the playoffs, though, so that's going to be under consideration. And Sony Michelle is a backup running back. And obviously, uh, Cooper Cup, who's had the triple crown in the NFL this year for receiving, for receivers, leading the league in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. Um, he had obviously had a historic year. Odell Beckham has found, you know, refound his, you know, old edge, especially with his going back to the Giants days. I always thought he was still a really good player no matter what happened in Cleveland. He just wasn't a good fit. He's set up for a nice little payday somewhere this offseason, whether it be with the Rams or someone else. Um, and then obviously, Van Jefferson's a very underrated receiver. Um, he's a guy that could be a number two receiver in a lot of teams, and he's a guy that's going to make plays as well. And then Tyler Higby might be out, though. That's going to be kind of a big loss for them. But Kendall Bland's an undrafted tight end from Missouri from a few years back, and has had a, he had a great game last week in the NFC Championship, excuse me, two weeks ago in the NFC Championship, and I'm sure they're going to lean on him as well going forward. Um, oh, the Rams' line is pretty solid, obviously, with Andrew Whitworth. So, Grizzle veteran leading the way at left tackle and Rahim signed right tackle. Good interior line. And Bengals even's line, obviously, Trey Anderson had a great, great, a great year. Double-digit sacks for second straight year. Sam Hubbard's a good run defender. Uh, and then the B, uh, B.J. Hill and D.J. Raider 
are great interior linemen. So I think they'll be a good job of neutralizing Cam Akers. DJ Reader was a huge reason why the Bengals were able to you know, knock out Derrick Henry and the Titan, Titans in the divisional round. The Bengals linebacker, Logan Wilson, is a very underrated good linebacker in this league. He had five interceptions this year and one against the Titans in the divisional round. Jermaine Pratt's a good middle linebacker as well from NC State. They're going to be a big you know, factor, you know, trying to at least, if they're playing zone, try to at least find where um, Cooper Cup is. That's going to be the main guy that's going to kill them. And obviously Odell is going to make some plays as well if they key on Cooper. They have good secondary. Um, Eli Apple's had his moments. Obviously, he's had an up-and-down NFL career, but he had um, good moments in the AFC Championship. And uh, you got Awuzie on the other side, the former Dallas Cowboy. He's had a good year for the Bengals. Um, Hilton, Mike Hilton's another you know really good corner coming for this, the Steelers last. He started his career there first four years. He's a really good slot corner. He's got to have a really good game against Cooper Cup for them and a win. And then you got Von Bell and Jesse Bates the third, who's one of the best free safeties in the NFL. He was one of the main, he was a big play on that overtime play against the Chiefs and Tyreek Hill knocked the ball away and Von Bell intercepted what set up the you know the Bengals game winning touchdown. So again, this is gonna be a really good matchup. Um, I think the Rams are the better team, and they're obviously at home. Obviously, oddly enough, for the second straight year, a Super Bowl team is hosting the Super Bowl. Um, but you know, at this point, I and I, if it come down to kickers, I have a lot more faith in uh, a lot more faith in Evan McPherson, the Bengals rookie kicker, than Matt Gay, who missed some t- kicks in these uh, this postseason, hasn't had that strong of a leg. And but McPherson has been clutch all year, especially in the playoffs. But um, having said all that, I think the Rams are the better team. But I think the Bengals are a team of destiny right now. I picked against them these last two weeks, even though I kind of didn't want to. That was just the more accurate pick, so I'm not going against them now. I'll be rooting hard for. Um, Jamar Chase and Joey B, two of my favorite guys to watch in the NFL. I got the Bengals winning 30 to 27. And I think what it should be a you know really, really good Super Bowl, a very entertaining one for fans to watch. Well, that will conclude this Rome Run League episode. Super Bowl 56 is this weekend. And I'm excited to see a great game between two quality teams and two quality offense, especially. Next week, I'll be back with a review of the Super Bowl and with my first mock draft of the season. You can follow me on Twitter at NFL Scout21 and Instagram at Romanly underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.